Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Supreme Court hears the Mississippi abortion case. We have direct quotes from Justices Roberts, Kavanaugh, and Barrett. A Democrat senator threatens the Supreme Court before those arguments. And did you know abortion killed 15 times more than COVID in the last two years? Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The United States Supreme Court has now heard the case of Mississippi and the abortion standard there, 15 weeks after conception. You can kill a child before that, but not after that. So it's still a pro-abortion Mississippi law, but it went to the Supreme Court and now there was a six to three conservative, I put that in air quotes, majority on the Supreme Court, but were they really conservative? Today we're gonna have some analysis of the words given by the Supreme Court justices themselves during oral arguments. Now we're gonna make an assumption here. The first is that the three leftist judges are gonna vote pro-abortion. That is Kagan, Sotomayor, and Breyer. We'll make another assumption that the the three conservative justices, Thomas, Alito, and Gorsuch, are going to vote pro-life. But where do the middle three stand? We're gonna count those as unknowns, partly because they're so new. Justice Kavanaugh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett, and especially Justice Roberts. He has been waffling to the left on cases like Obamacare. Let's read now examples of their words given during oral arguments, see if we can parse their thinking as they ask the questions from the bench. For example, these are direct words from Justice Kavanaugh during oral arguments in this case. He said, quote, the other side says though, that there are two interests at stake, that there's also an interest in the fetal life at stake as well. And in your brief, he's talking to the pro-abortion lawyers, You say that the existing framework accommodates, that's your word, both the interests of the pregnant woman and the interests of the fetus. And the the problem is, I think the other side would say, the reason at issue is hard and you can't accommodate both interests. You have to pick. That's the fundamental problem. And one interest has to prevail over the other at any given point in time. And that's why this is so challenging, I think. End quote, that was Justice Kavanaugh. So what is he trying to say here? Well, he's saying that the baby has interest too, perhaps portending that he's going to vote pro-life. Here now some words directly from Chief Justice Roberts who asked during oral arguments, quote, Casey, this is a 1992 Planned Parenthood case, said that that was the core principle of, or a central principle in Roe, viability. It said that after tossing out the trimester formula, which many people thought was the core core principle, but was viability at issue in Casey. On stare decisis, 
It's a legal term for precedent. I think the first issue you look at, says Justice Roberts, is whether or not the decision at issue was wrongly decided. I've actually never quite understood how you evaluate that. Is it wrongly decided based on legal principles and doctrine when it was decided or in retrospect? Because Roe, I mean, there's a lot of cases around the time of Roe, but not of that magnitude, but of the same type of analysis that, that went through exactly the sort of things we today would say were erroneous. But do we look at it from today's? If we look at it from today's perspective, it's going to be a long list of cases that we're going to say were wrongly decided, end quote. So there is Chief Justice Roberts saying, if we look at it from today's perspective, there's a long list of cases that had erroneous judgments. Was Roe or Casey itself an, er an erroneous judgment? I predict Justice Roberts is going to vote pro-life. Let's now hear from Justice Amy Coney Barrett, the newest member of the court, who said, quote, but in thinking about stare decisis or precedent, which is obviously the core of this case, how should we be thinking about it? I mean, Justice Breyer pointed out that in Casey, and in some respects, well, it was a different conception of stare decisis insofar as it very explicitly took into account public reaction. Is that a factor that you accept or are we arguing that we should minimize that factor? I have a question about the safe haven laws. So petitioner points out that in all 50 states, you can terminate parental rights by relinquishing a child after abortion. And I think the shortest period might've been 48 hours if I'm remembering the data correctly. So it seems to me seen in that light, both Roe and Casey emphasize the burdens of parenting. And insofar as you and many of your amici focus on the ways in which forced parenting, forced motherhood would hinder women's access to the workplace and equal opportunities. It's also the focus on the consequences of parenting and the obligations of motherhood that flow from pregnancy. Why don't the safe haven laws take care of that problem, end quote. And that is Justice Amy Coney Barrett. She also specifically mentioned adoption as a relief to the motherhood problem, right? If motherhood is such a burden, just kill the child, right? Well, no, because motherhood can be relieved even if it's a problem, her argument is, by giving the baby up for adoption. And then you don't have a parental burden. Yes, you have the temporary inconvenience of carrying a child to term. She said this. But the bigger burden that, that was argued in Casey and Roe is that parenthood can be alleviated by the safe haven laws or by giving up the baby up for adoption. Amy Coney Barrett, I predict, is going to vote pro-life. That's my analysis. It's gonna be a six to three victory for Mississippi, maybe not for all babies, because again, you can still kill a child up to 15 weeks, even in Mississippi. It's a hollow victory, if it comes at all. Here's what the Bible says in Deuteronomy 16, you shall appoint judges and officers in all your gates which the Lord your God gives you according to the tribes and they shall judge people with just judgment.
Let's pray for just judgment to come out of the bench, right? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for a real substantive victory against the abortion genocide, against the Holocaust, which has now cost, what, 70 million American babies have been killed since Roe. Father, we pray and we repent as a nation and we ask you to reverse this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a Democrat senator threatens the justices before that case was heard. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from LifeSite News, who reports, a Democrat senator openly threatened the Supreme Court before the abortion arguments. With the US Supreme Court revisiting the abortion law last week, Democrats such as Senator Gene Shaheen of New Hampshire are threatening revolution if the justices overturn the court's 1973 Roe versus Wade ruling. Oral arguments began last Wednesday in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, which concerned the Mississippi's state law HB 1510, 
which banned abortions from being committed past 15 weeks for any reason other than the physical medical emergencies or fetal abnormalities. The state of Mississippi was asking the court not only to uphold the law which prohibits abortion earlier than is currently permitted. By the way, the, the Roe case, the precedent, determined that viability was the framework. If the baby can live outside the womb, then you can't kill it. But Mississippi moves that up to as early as 15 weeks after conception. But to take the opportunity to reverse, reverse Roe and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, two of the pro-abortion decisions of the past, which could now force all 50 states to recognize the right to kill children. The Roe case overturns states' rights. Senator Shaheen of New Hampshire said that during a, a virtual interview with WMUR reporter Adam Sexton and Shaheen's colleagues in New Hampshire congressional delegation, quote, I hope the Supreme Court is listening, she said, to the people of the United States, because to go back to Adam Sexton's question, I think if you wanna see a revolution, go ahead. Outlaw Roe versus Wade and see what the response is of the public, particularly young people. Because I think that will not be acceptable to young women or young men, end quote. Well, reading between the lines here, she's calling upon young people to take up arms like they did last summer during the Black Lives Matter protest. Burn the country to the ground, implies Senator Shaheen. While abortion defenders are working to mobilize their supporters with fears of an anti-abortion future, many pro-lifers are more circumspect. The Dobbs case is arguably the greatest test yet of the Supreme Court's current justices, a majority of whom were appointed by Republican presidents and yet still have disappointed the pro-lifers and conservatives on various occasions. Only one justice, Clarence Thomas, is explicitly on the record against Roe. And only he and Justice Samuel Alito have established consistently conservative records over a significant period of time. While those two combined with the three appointees from President Donald Trump, that is Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett, there is now a majority forming. For example, they've already allowed temporarily Texas's heartbeat-based abortion ban to stand temporarily on procedural grounds. And Otherwise, they have disappointed conservatives in other cases. So how they're gonna rule on the substance of this new abortion law to Mississippi remains to be seen. And that's the news. Our thanks to LifeSite News for that report. Again, let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have human actors. We have lawyers and, and state legislators passing state laws. We have justices on the bench. We have uh, mothers and babies, right? Those are the human actors in the story. Where are the non-human actors? How do we discern the spirit of God in the story, the spirit of the devil and the angels of God? The non-human spirits are often to be discerned through the lens of biblical morality as they influence the human actors in the story. So for example, let's say you're Justice Clarence Thomas. And on one side, 
You, you not only hear the lawyers in front of you, but speaking through those lawyers are demons who are asking you to sin, Justice Thomas. Go ahead and sin, vote with us to kill more children. And the demonic voices inside of the lawyers are influencing Justice Clarence Thomas. Is he gonna listen to the devil or is he gonna listen to the voice of God? The voice of God might be saying, don't sin, don't commit murder, protect the babies. Uh, And and maybe the voice of God is speaking through the pro-life advocates along with the angels beside them who are praising God that we're about to see a revolution as Senator Gene, that's where the revolution is coming. The spirit of God is going to have a revolution against you, Satan. And Justice Thomas makes the right decision and we discern upon you, sir, the spirit of almighty God. Let's pray. The Bible says this in Proverbs 22, a fool vents all of his feelings, Senator Shaheen, but a wise man holds them back. Father in heaven, we pray for prudence, for supernatural wisdom, not just manly wisdom or, or earthly wisdom, but heavenly wisdom to descend and really empower the thought of the justices we've been talking about today, that all nine would hear the voice of God and surrender to him and would do the right thing in this case, especially to save the babies. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take another short break. When we come back, did you know abortion has now killed 15 times more than COVID in the last two years? This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow Mattress Topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story comes from Life News, who reports. Now 15 times more 
humans have died here in America in the last 15 years than were killed by COVID. 15 times more in the last two years. So COVID's been terrible, right? We, we hate that disease. It's killing people, it's awful. But abortion is killing 15 times more people. Nearly 15 times more people have died from abortion than COVID in the last two years, reports Life News. Every second of every day, unborn babies all across the world are being killed by abortion. And while other tragedies, including COVID-19, heart disease, cancer, uh, traffic accidents, and other causes of death are all concerning, obviously, uh, more so than killing human beings daily through abortion, abortion by far remains the leading, but rarely acknowledged cause of death not only in America, but in the world. Everywhere people devote vast amounts of resources to preventing other kinds of death. A lot of cancer research and car safety factors, everything goes into preventing death, but not preventing abortion death. Thus far in 2021, Worldometer, that great statistician of global humanity, Estimates there have now been 38 million induced abortions around the world, or about 125,000 every day. And that includes from abortive patient, what they call birth control pills. Uh, The number is based on various statistics on worldwide abortions published by the World Health Organization. Now let's look at the numbers in the United States. An estimated 2,465 unborn babies are killed in abortions every day in the United States, according to estimates from the Guttmacher Institute. Yet, there is not the same attention paid to their deaths as there is to COVID deaths or cancer deaths. It's been now approximately 600 plus days since COVID burst on the scene, let's call it in in March of 2020 when it became widespread in America. Which means now that 76 million people have died from abortions, including plan B abortion pills, right? Over the course of nearly two years from the pandemic, which has affected the world. So that's globally, not just in America, but globally 76.6 million abortion deaths. By comparison, there've only been 5.1 million COVID deaths, which is terrible, right? This is according to the World Health Organization. These abortions did not destroy pregnancies or blobs of tissues or clumps of cells. They destroyed unique living human beings, unborn babies with their own separate DNA and almost certainly a beating heart This is just basic biology, this is science. And even some of the abortions admit that abortions kill human beings. Whether from the coronavirus or abortion, another cause, every death marks the end of a unique, valuable human life that can never be replaced. And how much more? Tragic deaths are when they could have been prevented. People from all over the world make sacrifices now to save people from dying of COVID if only they would do the same for unborn babies. And that's the news, our thanks to Life News for that report, the stats and the commentary. Here's what the Bible says in John 10. Jesus said, 
the thief or Satan comes only but to steal and kill and destroy. Satan's coming to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Do you know Jesus is pro-life? You know Satan is pro-death? Whose side are you on? Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you, thank you for watching. Uh, we try to get in-depth analysis here. That original report with the Supreme Court justices, words from the bench, where else have you read that? You're not gonna see that on CNN. Right here on PIJN News, we need your support to bring you these kinds of reports. Please donate, please, please pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God with your best donation, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Luke 3, he answered and said, he who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none, and he who has food, let him do likewise. Please let your holiday be giving come to PrayInJesusName.org. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 